Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome to another happy pod, the show where we keep it fresh. <laughs> I've immediately <laughs> fucked it, Nathan. Sacked. <laughs> I've immediately fucked it. No, we don't we don't keep it fresh. Well we do, but we also talk about pop culture and we try and keep things positive. Uh we don't always succeed. But we uh, we uh, we have a good time doing definitely, it. Uh, yeah, we do. I suppose. Um, I mean, we don't get paid. Um, it would be more fun if we got paid. Oh, this was a mistake. This was massively a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I'm never letting you do that again. Hello, welcome to the podcast. My name is Nathan. I'm joined by him, me. I'm not going to call you any names this week because I don't want to do too much editing. Fair enough. That's absolutely fair enough. Nathan, how was your week? Um, it was fine. I spent the weekend at my mum's house, uh, looking after my dog, dog sitting Ooh. for the weekend. So that was fun. Lovely. Um, I ordered a new chair, which has been dispatched as of today. So oh, you got your notification. I got my notification. It finally came through. Wait. So my new Secret Lab throne will be arriving pretty soon. Hopefully. Lovely. Spend fucking four hundred and fifty quid on a chair, so you know you want it to be good. It's true, you do, and it will be. I've personally tested this chair out uh, on my very own bottom, and it is very comfortable. <clears throat> All right, um, mine will be better though because it's soft weave fabric. That's so true. I couldn't get that because my cat would pick at it and use it as a scratch post thing. Yeah, well, well, that's that sounds like a you problem. Uh, so, what are we talking about today, then, Lawrence? Oh, wait, no. How was your day or week or whatever? Thank you. I, I got really, I got my back up there. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this is about to happen. Uh, so, my um, my day has been fine. Um, 
I treated myself to a day off, uh, and I also, um, I also, treated. I also got shut up. I also got myself uh, double vaccinated um, for that um, that little disease. I don't, I don't believe too much in it. I think this is a good opportunity shut, to say stop, stop. That, no, I think this no, is a good opportunity no, to say that no. Uh, COVID <laughs> all is, of this is you know, getting bleeped. A so so called COVID nineteen. You are just a series a big of lie. No. Big lie. Big no. lie. <clears throat> okay. Well I think it's all, all time us. we admit it. Okay. Okay, on the off chance Nathan doesn't cut that out, because I know he doesn't want to do a lot of editing. <laughs> I do believe it's real. And go and get yourself vaccinated. Um right. Yeah, I got double vaxxed uh, and I and I had a, are I you had feeling? a nice day off. I'm fi- I'm feeling okay. My arm's a bit sore. Um yeah. But other than that, I'm I'm okay. I was a little bit pooey earlier, but I think that may have been me overthinking it and a bit of placebo pooey. Nathan, what are we doing today? I already asked you that. Uh, yeah, but it's your episode, and you told me that you were planning it, so you you go ahead. No, you. <laughs> what a unique way to tell us that you've done no planning on this whatsoever. I have. I've. I've <laughs> Do you know what? I've actually got a very big surprise planned for you. Is someone coming on? Why, if someone was coming on, don't you think they'd be here by now? You might have like planned them, like you might be texting them and they might be waiting. Oh no, no. I'd have seen that you would have added them to the server. Yeah, exactly. Hello, Garrett. How are you? Oh my god. Hi, Nathan. I'm very well. How are you? No fucking way. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Welcome I, to the pod. I guess Thanks, that down to the last second. So, wow. Lawrence, sorry, mate. I'm talking. Um, oh, I'm yeah. I, I'm really good, Nathan. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. Not bad at all. Good to hear you. It's been a while. Yeah, you too. I'm I'm glad you're doing well. Um, I miss you very much. I miss Jared, you. Jared, I don't know if this made the cut, but in the last episode, or we might have finished, we might have finished at this point. But I said we shouldn't do that episode <laughs> about Jared, and Nathan went, "Yeah, but Jared doesn't want to fucking do it, does he?" And I, I already went, knew this oh. was happening when I said that. <laughs> For fuck's sake! I was like, okay, I feel a little bit bad about it, but you know, we'll go ahead. Hi, Jared. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Lawrence. I feel very welcome. Do you guys have really good like craft services here? It's good. We do. We have welcome to the studio. There's Craig. He's our uh, producer. I'm familiar. I've I've worked with Craig before on a couple of D and D projects. Oh, Craig. He yeah. does get about. He does get about. He he um, did definitely lose some of my recordings, but it's fine. <laughs> hey, Nathan's done a few of that himself. Yeah, but I I managed to to get them back in time. Uh, so Lawrence, what are we doing? <laughs> no, don't. No, you no, you do not do this, Nathan. What are we doing? Fucking hell, fine. Well, right. guys, we're talking about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Garrett has already done it. So there we are. I don't know if you had like a, a, a thesis, if you were just like, Assassin's Creed is, or if you were just like, Assassin's Creed, discuss. I mean, kind of a bit of both, but I, I just wanted to generally talk about like the state of the franchise and like where it's kind of led to up until this point, because it's massively changed over the what 12 or so years since it came out uh longer than that when was assassin's creed or maybe it is 2008 the origin that altair entered right okay so yeah 13 years then just about yeah so so yeah quite a while and it was pretty much like the first triple a game really like and it was the basis for triple a games and now it's kind of some would say devolved, some would say evolved into this big RPG sort of thing. Uh, so what what do you think about the franchise as a whole, Garrett? I am, I've been a massive fan of that style of game before that game came out. I was a huge Metal Gear fan uh, originally, yeah. the stealth action game. 
Um, and then Assassin's Creed came along, and Altair was sick as fuck. Uh, can I swear on your podcast? Of course you can, yeah. Yeah, I go just want to make sure before, you know, in case you've got, like, uh, any masters you need to serve that say no, sorry, like a, a network or something. No. Um, <laughs> you think yeah, well, bigger than it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to hype you guys up. All right, so <laughs> shut the fuck up, Lawrence. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So anyway, yeah, I mean, in 2008, I mean, that's that's what, the same year that GTA 4 came out as well? Uh, Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It was, we were kind of all edgelords then, <clears throat> from what I remember. I was, uh, I was a teen. Uh, a guy comes along with a blade on his wrist. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. And then he's got a big hood on, and I'm like, yeah, all right, fuck it. All right, cool. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it it took off from there. The first game was amazing, and then Assassin's Creed 2 came out and was one of the best games of all time. Then Assassin's Creed Brotherhood came out, and it was like, all right, well, they, they somehow made that even better. Yeah. And then a couple other games came out, and then I guess they stopped making them all entirely, and then it ended there, and it was fine. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people would say it did kind of go downhill after, like, the Ezio trilogy, really. Uh, but, Lawrence, what do you think about it all? Um, so yeah, like I, I've always like I, I was playing the Assassin's Creed games like when I had my little fi- fucking tiny nineteen-inch TV, like in my room. Like I, I did enjoy the games. Um, Assassin's Creed, like obviously Assassin's Creed, the first game. Uh, I remember thinking this is. I think the ideas are bigger than the game is allowing it to be. Um, but then yeah, like Assassin's Creed Two came along, that was great, and then like I have the same opinion about uh, Brotherhood. Um, I've 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 both been a fan and not a fan of where they've ended up. Like I think they got in my opinion a bit crappy, then they got much better and then they got a bit crappy again. But yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Right. Okay. And and you're both of the opinion that Brotherhood is better than AC2. Is that right? By yeah, a lot. Played them though, in a while. It's it's like there is almost a continuation. It's why it's not 3, I suppose. Yeah, uh, or or I suppose Revelations. Um, I was. I think it's a. I think from what I remember, it was a better game. It added. It just kind of built on the success of two. You, you kind of. You can play them back to back as just a, a follow on, and it's. Yeah, it's yeah, game. you absolutely can, and I have recently. Um, and yeah, they absolutely do work like that. I think that in terms of game mechanics, the Brotherhood is better because like it just perfected the combat, yeah, and the and the parkour and everything like that. But in terms of the actual story itself, I think two is better overall sure sure i yeah. agree with that yeah uh okay and then so after the kind of Ezio trilogy finished we then took a change and went into ac3 Ooh. which was a little bit different because now we had this new character who a lot of people and myself kind of included would argue doesn't really have much charisma he's <laughs> like <laughs> name. exactly connor was his name you well go from... do you know do you know his uh his native american name radun hagedon all right cool i was gonna call you up on it. <laughs> so fuck you he's I, got I he's got a cheat sheet in front of him doesn't he <laughs> i don't actually no in, in fact nathan Discord. just often say that to each other yeah. um i don't do you know say Ra- raton yeah we do we do. All right. Love other things. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'd love um, to tell you that was a lie and a joke, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he was introduced, and and it is difficult going from Ezio, arguably the fan favorite of the franchise, really charismatic, really fun character, to then this kind of just very bland, very emotionless, very 
one note character it's it's a bit of a change yeah. I think that while the characterization wasn't great, I think a lot of the story beats were actually quite stellar. I mean, yeah. that has probably one of the most interesting openings up to that point. It's a bit of a long one when you want to replay oh, it's it. so long. But I, you, I just replayed yeah. that opening, and it... Fuck me. <laughs> if, but if, if, you, if you are somehow lucky enough to go into that blind, and then, you know, spoilers, the realisation is you've been playing as a Templar, and then you get the sudden shift where you then actually play as Connor. It's yeah. really, it is really interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can kind of see it coming because the guy on the box is not that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it is, it is a really interesting opening. Some of the story beats are interesting. I think that's the one of the points where the, because the game as it is, as this parkour game, um, like parkour stealth action, really, yeah, is. It doesn't lend itself to the environment they made in that game. No, but that's when they Which introduce is... new environments. Exactly. Like there's the the nature, and like you can climb the trees and all that sort of stuff. Right. They, I mean, they had to then tailor. They had to tailor those environments where it's just like, oh fuck, okay, we got to make uh, all the trees touch. They've all got to be able to be climbable, and because otherwise, it's it's kind yeah. of what we have now in Assassin's yeah, Creed. The where... amount of slanted trunks in that game is hilarious. Yeah. Like how they like, justify getting from one place to another. Some how place. are these tree branches not breaking under this man's weight? <laughs> yeah. and he's a big guy as well, Connor. He's fucking yeah. he's a unit, he's man. Dude. So yeah, so they absolutely should break. But no, I would agree with that. The story, there is quite some really good story elements in AC3. Not necessarily, I think modern day kind of takes, well, modern day's always taken a dive, really. But I think it massively goes downhill in AC3, though. It's just like completely off the rails in terms of like our 2012 is actually this thing where juno was a god and she is going to destroy the world again but she doesn't I've, because you're desmond got, you're the one or something i've got a whole uh grievance with that level of assassin's creed um i think the modern day that, stuff well, not the modern day stuff so much the modern day stuff has, has never really mm. been too strong however yeah. it's it's such it is a sci-fi, obviously. We've got this um, um, machine, an animus, that can read your DNA to yeah. look through your history and recreate it, right? Which I think is actually a really interesting um, thing. And you've got Abstergo, who are this evil evil company, you know, with a, an evil logo, uh, and they do evil things. <laughs> Simple as. Yeah. yeah. I think it's enough... To have an evil Illuminati company want to learn secrets about the past to control the present without having to go... Like, they don't need magical items yeah. and magic. I've yeah. always thought this in Assassin's Creed. It has never needed something uh, like these ancient uh, beings and apples of Eden and, like, magic swords. And especially because in every single game, it doesn't happen until the last five minutes anyway, where you just pick up an apple, do a bit of magic, and then that's the end of the game. Yeah. There's there's never any point to it, and it's never the, the crux of the game. The crux of the game is always like, oh, fuck, I'm in uh, the 1500s, and I'm in Turkey, and I'm, oh, God, oh, Constantinople. Ezio, where is your hook blade? You know, that's that's like, <laughs> that's the that's the game there. You don't need magic. Like it's all it's already got an, an interesting enough hook, and then they yeah. just kind of overblow it and overcomplicate it, which I think 
yeah, that is definitely one of the main problems with the whole franchise. Like they got, they were kind of simple. You could keep up with them. But like, for example, if you hadn't played like the last couple of games and you go into Valhalla, I don't know if you've played it, Garrett. Have you? I have. Uh, I've I've put 80 hours into Valhalla. Jesus. I think if you go into Valhalla without playing many of the last games, you're just going to go, I don't have a fucking clue what's happening. I think you would for strictly the modern day stuff, but... For the for the main bulk of the story, you'll be fine, and I and I feel uh, that's the same yeah. for most of the AC games. Well, genuinely playing Valhalla just then, when you mentioned the modern stuff, I'd forgotten that you actually <laughs> play as a, a yeah the 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 woman in the modern times. I mean, there that. really is. You're a in a you're in a hut in the woods, right? Yeah, yeah, you're in you're in a hut. Then, you're in America or something, and the world's ending or whatever. But and because of the, the actions the after three, yeah, and and Desmond is back, but he's now a ghost or something. It means nothing. Like it doesn't matter, and they should just wreck on it and just do the past. They if should. they're gonna do, if they're gonna do the present, like just, just fucking, just the world isn't ending. Just I don't know, like that's because that's supposed to be your stakes, right? That's your um, bomb going off under the table. Yeah, uh, like on a ticking time bomb is like, oh, we need to go to the past to figure out how to stop the world from ending. But you don't give a shit. I'm playing. I'm playing as as Ivar for this time, and and I and I genuinely like. We'll talk about it once we get there. But there's so many good story beats in that that I don't give. I don't care that the world is ending in modern day. I want to know yeah. how to how to make my settlement bigger. I want to uh, do these side quests and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. But. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. It just completely brings the story to a halt in sometimes, and I think they realize that because with AC one, um, you're like after like every kind of like chapter, you're pulled out of the animus and you have to like do a thing and look at something or talk to someone and all that sort of stuff. And then like from that point, like after AC two, it's always gotten less and less as each game goes on with like how much modern day stuff there actually is. Or and sometimes it's just completely optional. Like in some games, you can just play through the entire thing without having any modern day stuff. I think like uh, Unity and and um, the one in London. I forgot that one, what that one's called, but they they did that too. Um, so yeah, they realized that, but now they're kind of like slowly starting to put it in again, and it's very much to the franchise's detriment. I, I think I try and spend or like clock in as few hours as possible in the modern day. Like it will when it will take me out, and then it will be like. Mm-hmm. By the way, you've got some emails to read. I'm like, no, I don't. No, nope. give a fuck. Nope. Back in the animus ago, <laughs> like... there, there's so many emails and people and just things you can interact with, and it, it's the most. It's like they go and pick up an artifact, and then they just say like something like, oh, oh, an, an onk from Egypt. Wow, this was the, the uh, and this. And I'm like, I don't give a fucking shit. Skip, yeah, skip, yeah. skip, skip, skip. Let and me play. Then, and then your like, your then your database thing gives you like an, a paragraph. Like you've unlocked some new information that I don't care about. <laughs> like, do not care. Amazing, yeah. Funnily enough, the game that I think did do the modern day stuff quite well, and, and I just spent quite a lot of time shitting on it, but I think it was AC3, because that introduced missions as Desmond. Like, yeah. there was only three of them, I think. Um, but I did think those were actually quite fun. Like, there's one where you're, like, going through, like, like a wrestling event. The in, stadium. Like, or yeah. Something. yeah, you, the stadium. you, you go over the rafters and stuff. Sequence. Yeah. The, well, because my problem isn't, because this is actually part of the sci-fi part of it, right? The, the science fiction where you he've spent so long as them that he literally has the muscle memory of them. I yeah, really like, like right. that. And I, I think that, that that was really interesting <laughs> and could have played into something great before the world ends because a deity came out or whatever. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I really I do really like that, and I I agree. There were some very interesting things they brought up there. I think the problem with that though is then um then towards the last mission of those because there's three of those missions in their game, but then in the last one he just has a gun, and then it's just boring. Because, like, (laughs) you can just shoot them and that's it now. So I I barely even remember the gun thing. I must have blocked it. Yeah, he has a gun and then it's just, it's very pointless. The gun makes me laugh because of, like, Ezio's bleeding effect. (laughs) I'm sure the reloading process would be very different from the guns that Ezio has. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Compared to Desmond and his Glock. (laughs) What did you think of Black Flag, Garrett? I, honestly, while I enjoyed the game... I think that was the first real departure from um, it being kind of a stealth action game yeah. to the point to the point where that game was paced quite roughly. Like it's always been rough in, in Assassin's Creed games. Follow missions have always been the worst part of it where it's just like, yeah, yeah. keep this person on your site, follow them across the rooftops. But in that game, it just dragged. And they did such a good job, I think, of making a fun pirate game that they should have just made... Um, a black flag yeah. game. It was just black flag. And I think they, they've made plans to make like skull and skull and bones or something like that. They're working on. Um, but yeah, it, I think that was just, I, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere behind the scenes, some of them, like a, an offshoot of their team was working on a pirate game. And then they were just like, all right, well, it's an Assassin's Creed game now. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of agree. I think there's two Assassin's Creed games, which like, barely have anything really to do with the Assassin Order. One of them is Valhalla, the most recent one, and the other one is Black Flag. Um, they, those two have, like, the for the main book of the game, they have the least to do with the Assassin Order. I mean, you're not even an Assassin until the very end of Black Flag. And, and I hate it in Valhalla, but I actually don't mind it in Black Flag. I think I was just enjoying probably the, like you say, the pirate sim too much for that sure. to really bother me, because it is a fun pirate sim, and, you know, the naval battles and all that sort of stuff, they're fun, and they do work really well. But you are right, you know, the trace missions, the track, and all that sort of shit, that definitely does bog it down. Yeah, I mean, I think it was uh, carried by Kenway uh, quite a lot of that. He's yeah. he's probably, I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if a lot of people rank him closer to Ezio than others. Um, I definitely yeah. would. Oh, yeah, I, definitely. I'd say he's, I, he's, he's my top, I think he's my top three. Yeah. yeah, he's my top three. He's my th- he's third in my top three, but he's my top three. Okay, what do you think of Black Flag Warrant? You like uh, it? Yeah, I, I do, yeah, but I, <laughs> but Garrett isn't wrong at all. Like, I do think, uh, so obviously Assassin's Creed had the kind of the reboot in terms of the combat, uh, the combat and the gameplay style. Uh, this was obviously before that, and I do think it suffers because of that. Um, like, it, there are definitely some tedious missions. It does fall victim to a lot of kind of some boring shit, but... The stuff at sea um given that i think only assassin's creed 3 did this before um it's it's really well realized and it's like it's it's fun to play um the lack of assassin thing like nathan said i it, yeah that doesn't bother me at all like i i do quite enjoy playing it it probably it probably be quite hard to go back to it now because uh, I don't know what those mechanics would feel like compared to the new games but yeah but overall all i remember from it is having a good time playing it I think Part it's pretty the much online. the same. Yeah, yeah, the online is dirt. I think it's pretty much just the same as AC three in terms of the mechanics. It's the same engine and that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah I think it's just a touch up on that basically. Um, yeah, after that we go to well, they released two that year. There was AC Rogue and AC Unity. 
Unity was the big one for the next generation PS4 and Xbox One. It was one. their first ever next gen one. Yeah. Um, do you do you know the days that they both released? Sometime in November, I think. They released on the exact same day. Right, okay. And but only oh, only one of them was only on PS3 and Xbox 360 and then one of them was only on PS4 and Xbox One. So Correct. If you only had one console, you couldn't get them both, which yep. at the time I only had my PS4. I'd only I'd already sold my PS3. So I was fucked. Uh, well, uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you had an Xbox One, you could play the 360, but that's, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Microsoft over there. I, d I didn't take advantage of the backwards compatibility. Sorry, let me just, let me just, uh, uh, just close Quake, an original Xbox <laughs> game playing on my Xbox Series X. Garrett, do you like, like the Spider-Man game? Yeah. Uh, yes, I have it on my PlayStation 4. Oh, fuck! <laughs> This is Garrett. He's a he's got all the consoles. I know. He's he's a I am a epic gamer. Oh, he's a fucking yeah. he's a pog champ, as they say. I I I, I, I am your little pog champ. That's true. <laughs> How many okay. Monster Energy drinks do you consume per hour? You know what? I actually don't anymore. I used ah. to. I used to drink about four a day. Um, oh, way Jesus. back when there was a time when <laughs> Destiny many, Destiny came out in 2014, and there mm -hmm. was a a. a a deal like a thing they had a promotion they had with rockstar energy where the ring pull would give you a bit of gear and i was so hyped for the game that i bought maybe maybe about a hundred rockstar energy drinks before the game came out collected all the ring pulls um and if i saw someone drinking i'd be like hey can i have your ring pull um <laughs> and then i finally got the game used the ring pulls and the gear was it was blues they weren't even purples they weren't even purples lads uh, i don't even know let alone means. exotics they were blues and i was my heart bleeds uh, for you well my heart was was going a bit fast and probably bleeding <laughs> yeah. internally yeah that, that would make sense do you have uh, two monitors and a light up keyboard with the lgbt lights I do have two uh, monitors. I don't have LGBT lights though. Um, I have yeah, really. a non non light up keyboard and non light so up. So you case. would you would say that you're not an ally then? Uh, I no no. I hate the gays. He does. <laughs> he does. Yes, I do. Yes. He's he's told me to fuck off on many. Yeah games. yeah. No, my track record. I go to Pride just looking for a fight. <laughs> you go there with a mean face on. <laughs> all right so um ac unity and ac rogue uh yes. clearly ac unity was like the big the one they was focused on more like this is going to be the big seller this is going to be the the favorite amongst the fans and all this sort of stuff and rogue is just a fun little add-on to what came before but clearly that fucked up and it was kind of the opposite the reaction it, it was the reverse yeah completely what what do you think well, of those two Garrett? one of the biggest problems is rogue because rogue built on four right well really it built yeah. on three and then it built on four so it was they like kind of were able like... to hone it it was like actually a very very good game that fell yeah. under the radar because the newest one mm. came out and received a lot of negative press assassin's yeah. creed unity had kind of the perfect storm in development hell it was they they had three years turnaround i believe they started in 2011 released in 2014 um and they were working on like a it's a whole new engine if you've played it you'll know it's like uh, that, it's that's what they then built on for day, syndicate even to mm -hmm. this day i think it's still probably the best looking of the ac it is i i 100 agree 
that is the best game to have a walk around in. Like yeah. you just go walk up to Notre Dame and in that game, it's it's actually breathtaking. I, I and think it's, it's so populated as well. Like there's yes. there's so many like just actually yeah. huge crowds and stuff which work really well for it as well. The the problem is we we say that with hindsight, and I I am of the thinking, and I would fight this for a while that Assassin's Creed Unity is the best Assassin's Creed game, at least in my view of what I think an Assassin's Creed game could be. Um, however when you have that bad of a launch when you have yeah. that kind of i mean it wasn't cyberpunk level bad but it was <laughs> very bad like i i that was actually the first game because i got a i got a bundle that was um i got assassin's creed unity with my console oh right okay um and i got, I got my that being the first game i logged on to was a bit like eh. yeah yeah it, it did have a lot of problems at launch there was so many bugs like characters without faces just walking around the world and and that sort of thing and sometimes the game would just completely stop like your console would just restart because it just couldn't handle it or whatever uh mm. yeah had a lot of issues i quite like unity though i think bugs aside like after they fixed it and 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 made it an actual playable game the story is kind of ac2 again just a little yep. bit different um, but I think it's actually really interesting, and the the gameplay of it is actually quite good. The parkour is probably the best it's ever been. They introduced uh, yes. a, a climbing down mechanic now, so you don't just have to jump off a building every time. Um, and they all, and then the multiplayer is also the best it has ever been in that game as well. Yes, it, the the way that they actually work that is, it's not just an up and a down; it's um, an across as well. If you yeah. just hold the trigger, you will. Uh, duck under or dive through windows if you just hold uh, a you'll go up if you hold b you'll go down sorry x and circle for you boys over there <laughs> um you like when you because even doing it casually the animations they made for the climbing and everything it's yeah. amazing but when you really begin to play with it um <clears throat> like you can watch people just just make videos about like here's my epic parkour montage from assassin's creed unity there is like a little yeah. subset of the community that really love making like good parkour videos uh it's, it's quite interesting yeah i, yeah, I recommend good. it um just to like check it out some of it's cringy when they put like uh like because i as you as you boys know i used to do parkour whoa absolutely I, yeah um epic getting stuff. into it from sebastian Foucon's uh documentary back in like 2000 um and also early assassin's creed i i started doing parkour and i would go home and i'd play parkour and then i'd go out and i'd do some more, more parkour so this is kind of the peak game for me do you reckon you're capable of doing parkour with enough monster energy drinks or rockstar <laughs> drinks like if you were like i know you haven't done it in a while right yeah i have not done it in a while i haven't been if outside we, if we loaded you up with a hundred rockstars would you reckon i do think it, i do it? think at this point my heart would probably give out but i would at least get a couple of like dash vaults and like kong vaults and, in before and, 100, I did that. and 100 of them rings so you can take them in and get some more stuff right from destiny one in 2014 <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah i'm pretty sure yeah, right. the server lines. <laughs> oh yeah. i wonder i do wonder if the site's still up i'll check that out <laughs> uh, and I think this one is also the one where the RPG elements were first introduced, more so in just the customization of your character, because you could, like, pretty much everything in terms of outfit and weapons was fully customizable uh, in Unity. And then from there, it's obviously massively exploded into what it is today. But yeah, this was kind of the, the baseline of this. 
What what do you think mm. of Unity, Lawrence? You hate it, don't you? Uh, right, no. So, uh, I, yeah, I I was one of the people that kind of like I had one of the worst experiences loading up mm-hmm. Unity. So I bought it, uh, and I I I was at the time kind of jazzed between that and Rogue as well, um, and I wanted to. So I got Unity because that was the one that I I could have got at the time, um, and I loaded it up, and I was really excited to play it. Um, it, within 10 minutes I got stuck in three walls um, right. and I just went I don't fucking know I'm not doing this shit I turned it off um, I since then have played it like not I don't know if I've even finished it to be honest with you um, but I've I've got through a fair like few hours on it uh, and I just I thought it was interesting I, I definitely see what you're saying about the graphics and the mechanics and stuff like the climbing through the the windows and shit like I remember that at the time and I was like this is fucking this is amazing um but just it just didn't compel me to stick with it and I and I'm definitely wrong for doing so but I just haven't picked it up again I think it's worth a replay yeah I think it's actually one of the hmm. I, I I think because he is my number two um top Arno. uh yeah Arno Victorian is yeah. is my second it would be Ezio Auditore da Firenze, uh, Arno Victorian, and then you know your piratey boy in number three, because he he really is basically just an Ezio rehash for the most of it. But I yeah. think his um, inner conflict uh, in in loving a Templar and yeah. everything it it really does work, and it's not. Um... Oh, they did like a Romeo and Juliet kind of story. Thing, they did. They? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the best yeah. thing they did in the game. I reckon the, yeah, the love story between the two. I remember really enjoying that aspect of it. Yeah. <clears throat> what what they didn't do was just like a no, be good now, and then the next mission she is. Um, yeah. It's like they they also blurred the lines with with the Templars and the and the assassins, where they both did fucked up shit, which is awesome. I love that kind of thing. Um, oh yeah, because the guy who recruits you, the assassin, you like he kills like your your surrogate father, doesn't he? And then you have to kill yes. him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Your surrogate father also being a Templar. Yeah, but a nice one as well. So again, yeah, like the the whole the whole <clears throat> um inciting incident really is not really your father's death. It's more your mentor's death at the hand of other Templars. Yeah, which is really interesting for like you. You become assass- an assassin because you're framed for the death of a Templar by other Templars. But your fa- your father did die as well, though, and you you actually get to play that in in the ending of Rogue, isn't it? In the ending yeah. of Rogue, you get to kill uh, whatever his dad's called, Mister. I forget. I forget his dad's name. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I really do think if you just 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 dash through the story in that, I think you'd be a little bit more compelled. Yeah. I think you should do it, Lawrence. Maybe I'll grow it. Also, also a good opening, actually, because um, that's what in, that's when they introduce like Abstergo is making. I, th- I can't remember if they oh, introduced it there. They might have been yeah, it in flag games. actually, but like they made video games and like things that you can do, and you start in this like, temp- you start as a knight templar. Um, and yeah, a, and it's like in, sword. in medieval France, you start. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's, it's quite fun. Did they, did they um, not do that in Black Flag? I think they, they might do that. In flag. They introduced the video game stuff in Black Flag, but then, but that was just like development stage. But then by the time Unity came out, it's like the console or whatever had actually like the Animus is now a console. I think is what is what they're doing, um, and you actually got to like play the game or whatever. So yeah. yeah. Oh, do you know what else they did in Unity? What? Um, they did these really quite fun and interesting things where they played with the time element uh, and. 
you would just get like the animus would would glitch and you'd end up in like oh, world war Two. yes yes i remember uh, and like you'd be like doing parkour up the eiffel tower while the yes. nazis are shooting at you it's it was really cool and then there was the uh, the Statue of Liberty as well. Yeah, uh, yeah before it got yeah. shipped off to New York, that was I remember that. Yeah, that was actually really cool. And then that continued in Syndicate as well, because there's a whole section in Syndicate during the war, during World War Two, with yep. uh, Churchill. Um, Syndicate's kind of forgotten, I think, for the for the most part. Uh, have you played it, Lawrence? Yeah, again, not for a while. Uh, this not was... for a while. This was the bad taste in my mouth kind of era of um, uh, of Assassin's Creed, but I, I do remember kind of enjoying Syndicate. That's the that is the one with the Fry Twins, right? It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. I quite like the Fry Twins. They're not the most compelling characters of the series, but but I quite enjoy them. What do you think of Syndicate, Garrett? Um, I think because it's running on the same engine as Unity. Yeah, they tried to they tried some interesting though. no. They try. I think that's partly why, because in Unity they were really going for like engine. Yeah. They were going for like we need to make this look as good as possible. We need to code this as well as possible, and then kind of neglected the user experience, which is why they got such a bad rap. Syndicate worked fine. I'm I'm sure one of the reasons for the direction change into more of an RPG was maybe because it didn't do as well. Yeah. Um, I would assume, but the actual game itself, I think, the idea of having twins. And having you be able to play them in kind of different styles, they've got a few different. They uh, ultimately they kind of play the same, but you know yeah. one of them is a bit more stealthy, one of them is a bit more punchy. Was yeah. fine. I did not enjoy the combat at all. I think that it just became button mashy, and it was this weird, awful looking fast punches that I hated. Yeah, it, it's I don't know, like Assassin's Creed when when they do those big arcing punches and moves. It, sure, it may look a little bit ridiculous, but it's far better than just like. That's my impression of uh, um, I of the Fry Twins. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and the parkour was worse because they, they introduced get... a, a zip line and yeah, all this kind of stuff that, yeah, they... that didn't make it, you know, doing anything like that. They, they, they made the, the, the streets fucking... were wider, and it, it just didn't really lend itself too well. So that's why they gave. So the, the yeah, they introduced quite a lot of stuff. They introduced first of all, yeah, like you say, the zipline, fucking Batman's grappling hook, essentially. Um, so you could just quickly zip up buildings. Then there was like the fucking carriage stuff. So it was essentially Grand Theft Auto. Oh fuck! I remember that Victorian London. Um, and then there was the gang element as well, which I absolutely hated. I don't mind Syndicate overall, but the gang stuff I really didn't like just because I thought it just completely detracted from the point of Assassin's Creed. It was just completely in the other direction. You know, there's not this secret order. It's instead, let's be a loud gang and take over all of London. Like, okay. What do they call the gang again? The it wasn't something like the Rooks, the Rooks, I think. Oh yeah, the rooks. Yeah, the blighters. You're, are the, you're the rooks. The blighters are the other ones. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the shit name. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it, like there were a few <clears throat> interesting things. Like your your base was a moving train. That was cool. Like that. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And I did like the twins as well. They they did have some, you know, some fun interactions and stuff. And yeah. Oh, you know what else is in in that? Karl Marx is in that, isn't he? He is, yeah. You get to like start like a revolution or some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then and then 
Yeah, and then Ubisoft would come out uh, with statements like, none of our games are political. <laughs> motherfucking, <laughs> motherfucking, I'm, assa- I'm doing assassinations with Karl Marx. Like, come on. <laughs> None of our games. That's hilarious. I love the uh, I love the warning that comes before every game uh, in in AC. That's like this is based on some stuff, but it's nothing to do with that stuff. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we have a diverse uh, cast yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So did what did Ubisoft say? None of our games are political because every I, large think... company have Fuck. always said yeah. um, our games aren't political. Every like Call of Duty. <laughs> The, yeah, Call of Duty, the war game, says our games aren't political. The fucking that was hilarious. Oh, I've been yeah. playing through fucking Watch Dogs uh, Legion, and that's literally set in a post-Brexit London where everything's gone to shit. So yeah. that's not political. <laughs> that's not, not yeah, not political at all. Nathan. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, get with it. Oh fucking hell! All right, so from this point, this is where things really turn. This is when we've gone full RPG. The game has completely evolved. Uh, it's it's Lawrence's favorite game now. It's AC Origins. Hey. Didn't they have like two years off because the fans went, please stop and, and just make a and game? The the reason they had a year off is because the movie came out, which is... And, oh, and we all remember how that went. Um, yeah, so the movie came Garrett, out. Have you seen the movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts? Well, bad. I've actually watched it three times oh. because the first two times I fell asleep and that's not a lie <laughs> either. Um, it's actually almost brave that they chose to do that they didn't just go with um, Ezio or even Altair. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the name of his character. Aguila. Aguila, yeah. Right, they went for the Spanish Inquisition, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was very... It was almost bold, and I was, at the start, I was like, okay, all right, okay. And then it was really shit. And it was just weird. <laughs> it's like, like, it's like three why... scenes set in the past, and they're like ten minutes long each. Yeah, why the fuck is the Animus a big, big GLaDOS metal arm from fucking Portal? Yeah, that's awful. Anyway, that's a bad movie. Bad that's movie, bad yeah. Movie. We already talked about it. Anyway, um, yeah, so AC Origins, Lawrence, go. Tell us why you love this game. Ah, right, okay, so, basically, after my period of um, of AC games where I was like, Unity really left a bad taste in my mouth, and I was like, mm. I've just, I was starting to drop off a little bit, like, I've, I don't know, I felt like, you know, you know, you get to that part in a franchise where you're like, I don't think this is for me anymore, and you kind of yeah. step away subconsciously, I'm sure they were, and if, if I played them I'd, today, I'd probably love them, because I'd give them the time, um, but I wasn't willing to back then, but then Origins came about, and I remember kind of seeing a lot of trailers for it and being like, okay, this looks like it It could be, you know, something different, something new. So I picked it up uh, and I really loved it. I thought the change was so welcome. Like, I loved the fact that it was very different in terms of the previous games. I loved the kind of shorter, more kind of condensed story that was like, it kind of almost went back to the, the beginning because obviously the first AC game is like, here's nine targets, go and fuck them up. And in this game, it's like, I don't know, here's... They do it, obviously, in a bit more of a subtle way, but they're like, here's a list of people we need to kill by the end of the game. Um, I like that kind of return to the roots. Um, I thought the stealth element was, like, somewhat lost, but, I, again, it was a welcome change because I thought the combat step up. Like, when you when you landed in a group of people, you weren't like, oh, fuck. You you were like, okay, I could probably handle this. Um, and I just think a lot of the, the new elements, like the bases to take over... Um, kind of 
yeah, it, it was just definitely for me. And obviously mine and Nathan's favourite thing in AC, my dearest Senu. I do love Senu. I but do yeah, Senu. that's that's me. But Garrett, you're not a you're not a huge fan of this, right? I am not at all. Um everything you love about it is why I hate it. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Apart go, from go apart from Bayek and Senu. Yeah. I think I think Bayek is really good. And I think um I think yeah, that he, he did a great job. Um yeah, but I mean you're talking about you know landing a group of people and like Red's fight and like what is an assassin? Isn't the whole point of an assassin? <laughs> right? Like the whole iconography of assassins, not only in Assassin's Creed, but in in not even fiction, in real life, is like yeah. hooded shadowy figures killing from the shadows. I have I have a counterpoint to that, but I'll sure. let you do you want to carry on or should we talk about it? No, go for it. I was just gonna so it, this is like the very first thing in Assassin's history, like in terms of like they they literally like buy no, it. No, not not necessarily. The next one is set before this. Oh yeah, true. But all right, in terms of the assassins, but again, that's not really. Which... Yes, you are right because that's not really assassins either. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, the hidden <clears> ones, anyway. They make it, uh, and they do learn. <laughs> like a lot of the game is Bayek learning that he can't just fuck everything up and then problem solved. Like, but the, a large part of the game is Bayek learning that it, like people will always be fucked. You can't just kill one because then another person will take their place, and it's about taking things down from the inside and Bayek has to learn that lesson and by the end of it the game does become a more of a stealthy game the game does um you know even by the end of it like they've they've got the hoods up and they're all running over the building tops um and you it, it definitely does introduce okay this is we're gonna be at more assassiny from now on if that makes mm -hmm. sense but the game okay. but isn't that but isn't that so what they, the game's they, over though? yeah but they they introduced it and it's like okay cool so and then the sequels were stealthy right I, I'm not talking about the sequels, game. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then, Assassin, Assassin's Creed Origins 2. I'll wait for that. Okay. All right. We'll take Origins it. Revelations. Origins Brotherhood. <laughs> Origins, no, I... uh, what is it? Um, re what is it? What's the one on PSP? Revolution? Rebellion? Uh, Rebellion, I think. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, I, 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 do, I do completely get what you're saying. And I do have... I enjoy Odyssey, but I've got my own kind of different qualms with that. Um, so, but this I, game I, itself, Origins, I like. I like Origins. I think it's in in terms of story, it's one of the best. I think it's really cinematic as well. Like the yes. previously, like you know, starting in AC AC one, whenever you killed someone, you was just in this like white room, the Animus corridor, and then you just talked to them for a while, was, and there wasn't like, really ten minutes. They were like, yeah, you exactly. killed me. Now what? And then he had to be like, you deserve to die. <laughs> They'd be like, but okay, I will die. But you, you did a bad thing. You killed me. <laughs> was, oh, yeah. And there yeah. wasn't really much to them, but AC uh, Origins really stepped it up. They were just like really actual cinematic scenes mm -hmm. to watch and, and mm. some really incredible stuff in there. Um, I do kind of agree with Garrett though. It does. It is a little bit. Well, it's a huge departure from from the franchise. It's not yeah. necessarily Assassin's Creed, and and I do kind of like the RPG stuff, but I think after three games, and and this is an Origins fault. It's what came after again, but I'm after three games, I'm just kind of jaded by it, and I just kind of want to get back to Assassin's Creed at this point. That's see, that's the problem. Is like 
<clears throat> even Nathan, who enjoys those games, says we need to get back to Assassin's Creed because it isn't Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like, it's not. Yeah, you know, my my problem is, it. I would probably enjoy the game a lot more if it was mm. just like called fucking Egypt Origins. Yeah. Same, same with um, Valhalla. Same with Odyssey. Odyssey. If they is were, if they were just these Creed. games. If they were just these games where you played as fucking, you know, god killers and yeah. and and these because in the next oh, we'll talk about it, but the next one has like armies and shit. They would be so much more interesting if I wasn't trying to compare them to a game series that I adore. Yeah, no, that, it has gone completely fair enough. Yeah, yeah, it has gone completely in a different direction to what the series is. Odyssey is like I just said this, but Odyssey is barely an Assassin's Creed game because um, you, you're not an assassin. It's what thousands of years before the assassins were even a thing. You're just a mercenary in Greece. Um, and then that introduced, like, you can play as this character or this character. They're different, kind of, depending on, on which one you pick. Um, so, so yeah, so it's a little bit different in that respect. It was kind... Odyssey was kind of, like, whereas Origins was the origin of the Assassin's Brotherhood, Odyssey was kind of the origin of the Templar Order. Um, kind of. Not really, but kind of, for the most part. And And I did like that, but overall, the game is just, like... It's just not Assassin's Creed. Like no, it just might yeah. as well have been called fucking Greek mercenary or something because that's a catchy title, man. You don't even have a fucking hidden blade. Like, yeah, it's, there's there's not there's no Assassin's Creed elements to it at all. I think the worst part, as uh, as foreshadowed before when I said that I did parkour, if you go and play any of the new three, and then play Unity, or even two. It's just like night and day how bad the movement looks and actually feels. Yeah. It's it's complete like I I I do you know how I play those games? I let I get on my horse and I click auto run. Because <laughs> are you the same? I I'm, I'm not, not. I'm no. not. No. There's just, to me it's just like the the movement isn't fun. There's no there's no well, there's no skill to it. There was some skill, at least, to the to the free running. It um, has no fall damage as well. Like there's yeah, no fall damage in that game. Yeah, I I dislike that. Yeah. Um, for obvious <laughs> reasons. <laughs> yeah, you should be dead a large portion of the time. Yeah. 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 As someone who has rolled their ankle off of a little jump. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Garrett, I have a I have a distinctive memory of um. Uh, we were all in a class together at uni uh, and I sure. came in and it was shortly after uh, Origins came about uh, and you were getting teased uh, for using a spear. Are you still a spear user? Um, this? It was, it was, so we, we were talking about our favourite weapons because there's a large array of weapons in the newer games. Um, sure. and, and I I like something... I like my twin daggers and I like my like a, a big bastard at the back for when I get into some tight spots. Whereas I, I recall Garrett was playing exclusively with a spear and was getting... Now you see, the uh, thing is, now you see, the, do you know why people used spears? Do you know why um, Vikings <laughs> even used spears? Do you know why uh, uh, the Egyptians used spears? The, I don't the know Greek why you used, used spears. Spear. It's because it is actually an incredibly versatile weapon that gives you range. Uh, it keeps you safe at a, a relatively good distance. You can use it over a shield. Uh, it's efficient. It's throwable. You can slice, <laughs> you can stab. Okay. It is right. actually like the pinnacle, really, 
uh, and I also used I often used a big long spear in uh, in Unity as well. Oh. Fair enough. All right. Not not my choice personally. I'm no, more of a, a, a more of a single blade guy myself. You like a traditional sword. Keep it classic, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, we'll get on to how Valhalla didn't have that for the longest time. <sighs> it's true. Sadly, it is true. Um, I enjoyed Valhalla at first, but looking back on it now, I think it might be my least favourite game of the lot. Because it's just... Again, it's just not Assassin's Creed, is it? It's just Viking I... Simulator, run a village, start, you know, Ravensthorpe, and well, then... The, like. They know, they knew that, right? Yeah. In if you go back and you watch the advertising or like the, you know, the, them at Gamescom or E three or whatever the fuck they went to, um, they talk about that. They're like, oh, and the Assassin's Order are back because you have um, fucking what's his name that is also Loki, Habas or something. Yeah. Something think, like that. Yeah, that's that's close to it. I think. Yeah. You have him there, and they've set up there, and you do kind of talk to them and learn from them and you can get some codexes and they'll give you a special special assassin perks whatever but it's just not it feels fucking useless now i yeah. told you i've got 80 hours in the game didn't i yeah i'm halfway through the fucking game yeah this <laughs> i i think that the, i'll rip the band-aid off i just think i think valhalla fucking sucks like i do I did not enjoy any part. It I takes don't think it's so up. long, right? The thing it is, I was up. actually really fucking enjoying the story. I was like, really? I was pretty invested. No, it, like if you just beeline the story, him, like him, you, like your 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 brother essentially, um, yeah. and and Stupid. you playing second fiddle and kind of being okay with that, and then him, you know, getting jealous and whatever, and then eventually losing yeah. his arm and all of this kind of thing, and then I realize I'm only halfway through the game. Yeah. And I'm so ready for it to be done. Because yeah. I for the first for the first like 30 hours, I was like, I was I was relatively enjoying it. And I, I didn't think I would because I didn't enjoy the last two. And I was having an okay time. And I was just like, all right, well, fuck it. It's an RPG. I'll level a bit. I'll do some side stuff so that I can just mainline the story. And then it just didn't going. stop. Like I went to fucking Valhalla and did the Valhalla stuff. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Well, yeah, it's done. And then I go to fucking Niflheim, and I'm like, oh, "Why the fuck am I? Why am I here?" And then you've got Helheim, and you've got all this other shit, and it's like, this isn't even the story. You don't have to do this. Yeah. And it's just like, it, I don't, I don't know if I'm missing out on things. Like, honestly, some of the best parts of that game were just random side shit. Yeah, like, I completely agree with I, that. Yeah. I found a guy, and he was like, he's like, I can beat anyone in one punch. And then I punched oh, yeah. him once and he just fell straight down. And I was like, that was one of the best side missions I've ever done. <laughs> um, there was there was one woman in a little uh, dank um, fucking sewer. And she's like, bring me snake eggs. Yeah. Oh, the snake bitch. eggs. And then she farted. And I was like, yeah. I hate it. This wasn't funny, but I get it. Um, <laughs> cool. But I realized that then I've done all of these things for nothing. Yeah, and it doesn't. Because... I, it doesn't progress anything, I haven't earned anything, and it just took fucking I, forever. I think Valhalla is the most confused game I've ever played. Like, it yeah. has no fucking clue what it wants to do with the time. Like, it, Garrett's absolutely bang on. Like, you'll be doing a main quest, and it will direct you to a shitty side quest. And then you'll go down this rabbit hole of side quests, thinking you're playing the main story. 
and then it will be like now if you want to go back to the main story and i'm like what the fuck was the last two hours for then Mm -hmm. like there's a whole section of the game which is you know just like the norse mythology stuff where you're playing as odin and it has no real connection to the actual game itself it's not mandatory it's completely optional uh you don't have to do it but it's like 10 hours long it's just a huge chunk of the game which is and that that itself has so much side shit as well exactly that area and that story should really be its own fucking game yeah it it feels weird to complain like oh there's so much in this game this ridiculous (laughs) but but when you but it's empty though that's the thing there's so much in it but it's badly paced yeah like i think there's a problem in a lot of media right now where it's just eyes on product right where like watch time on youtube has to be up or where i've got to put out videos every day or my movie has to be fucking four hours long no it doesn't it does not please stop doing that i would like to play a game for an rpg like that 20 hours maybe right a good story like say for example something like titanfall five hours four hours honestly give me that perfect if you've made a good game i'll spend 80 hours in it yeah. of my own free will because you've made a good game i'll replay it on new game plus on a harder difficulty or just again to experience it if you've made a good game i'll do that i've spent more hours in brotherhood i've spent more hours in unity than those 80 hours in um valhalla willingly playing it again because i enjoy it not because yeah. i feel like i have to but when i when i finally um got got him back after he'd lost his arm i go to the table and i'm like I've done half of this and then I've also not done all of the mytho- mythological stuff and then also fucking Vinland and all of these other areas are going to come back to bite me in the ass. Yeah. It's it's it bloated in the worst way. It's just it, yeah, it, it's there's so much to it but at the same time nothing to it. Yes. It's, it's all it's it's all uh what was it all meat and no veg? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Was that the there's other way really around? No want the meat more, right? Whatever. It's yeah. it's bad, is what is what you're saying. I think it, um, it, like that, and that's that's one of the reasons I like Origins because I think the story in that it takes it. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's not like a strictly by the books uh, Assassin's Creed game, but it does take it back to its roots in terms of here is our clear mission from the get go. Yeah, and that's what sure. will be done by the end of the game. And then when you get to the end of the game, lo and behold, you've done exactly what you set out to do in like thirty hours, maybe more if you do some side stuff. But it's not that sure. long. I, th- I think I finished that in about forty-five. Yeah, exactly. And it's and it, it is tight and it is compressed and it's and it's clear. Whereas I think that's the problem with um, both Odyssey and Valhalla. That at the start they're like, let's go and do this, and by the end of it, you're like, like halfway through the game, I'm like, why well, don't know what the fuck I'm doing here, like. Yeah. I don't even know what quest I'm on at certain parts. Like, I I'm think like... the the biggest kick in the teeth for me with Valhalla was I finally got through the game and all the way through you're getting teases of the Assassin Brotherhood. Like you say, you know, there's mm-hmm. a there's a bureau at your settlement. You you kind of work with them here and there, and they give you like codex and that sort of thing. You find out a little bit about the Brotherhood as you go on, but you're not an assassin. And then the game finishes, and the assassin member there, he invites you to join the Brotherhood. He invites your character. Would you like to become part of it? And he just straight up says no. He's just like, nah, that's not for me. I'm like, well, fucking, what was the entire point of this Assassin's Creed game? 
that the, throughout the entire game they give you uh, they give you dialogue options as well yeah. like so it's like you know you can you can say whatever you want to say or you can choose at least from like three options that kind of determine side parts of the story <laughs> in that it's just like hey Abel, do you want to be an assassin just card cuts to have been like nah don't don't, don't mm. fancy it actually uh, yeah, yeah that i remember you because <laughs> uh, i finished the game before nathan and you um you you told me when you got to that part and you were just like i'm i'm fuming with this i'm just raging <laughs> yeah, so yeah. done yeah and that, um, that's why i say you know it's this this franchise it's not assassin's creed anymore which is what i want it to be it's what yeah. i wanted to get back to i want the you know the stealth mechanics to come in the the rpg is fun in a way but it's just not assassin's creed like I save think... that for another franchise I think the problem is that they they've equated RPG with um, ability systems and 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 skill trees. Where yeah. really, what does RPG stand for? Role playing game. Yeah. When I play these games, I do genuinely try and role play. If I play a game that has almost seems like it has some kind of morality system, because this this game had like choices here and there. You could choose to say different things, and you could. It seemed like you could kind of you kind of role play like a good RPG. Mm. You you really can't. No. Like like it, it when I first had that fight with the the prick uh who you know the prick in like a uh, chain yeah. armor. Yeah, I know the one you And you fight him outside because he thinks that you're trying to take the thing. The way yeah. that I was playing it the whole time is like um I never looked I never said any dialogue options or did anything that looked like I was taking power ever. Yeah. I would always yeah. say something like, Nope, nope, my my, my brother uh, he, him, it's all him. I, I'm not me. I'm not in charge. Nope. And it would constantly do that. And then it finally got to the the fight, and it's just there was just no real choices there, and everyone hated me. And I was like, all right, well, it feels like I've done all this role playing for nothing. It's the illusion of choice. It's like it gives you these options, but whichever one you pick, it always ends up the same way. Really, right? Like there's no real difference between them. Right. It's just they'll say this line instead of that line, but ultimately. The same thing will happen. So, yeah. Also, do you yeah. guys do you guys feel that? I think in Odyssey more than the others. It let's say it gives you two dialogue options, <clears> right? And let's say you're a scenario where, um, I don't know, you get to kill. Uh, you you can spare someone or or um or kill them, um, and like the 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 dialogue lines that are presented to you will obviously be more condensed, but they'll be mm -hmm. like, no, save him. He's you know he's um he's a good guy, and then the other dialogue could be like. Let's kill him now, boys. And you mm -hmm. press, no, let's save him. And it's like, then what will come out of um, Cassandra or uh, Alexios's mouth is like, save him. He's no use to me, dead. We can kill him later once we've got loads of information. And it's, yeah, like, and then, yeah, yeah. it's like, what? Hang on, I was trying to be good. <laughs> well, that, that's made... been a problem in like a few games. In, in Fallout 4, the, the exact same problem mm -hmm. happened to yeah. the point where they were like, oh, fuck. So they just updated it so that you say exactly what you press. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did feel in something like Odyssey, uh, because I wasn't an assassin and I didn't feel like I had a moral code, um, I did do evil things. For example, I kicked my uh, dad off the cliff during that <laughs> opening bit. Yeah. No. <laughs> and and, the, and I almost felt more rewarded for it in it. Like, it, yeah, it, there was a in little bit more choice and it was fine. In Odyssey, you... Um... Odyssey is the only one where you can actually kill civilians. Like, if you kill civilians in NPCs in the other games, you, like, get desynced and you have to restart. But Odyssey, mm -hmm. you can kill as many as you like and you're just never punished because you're not an assassin. So, oh, yeah, because oh, yeah. Yeah, even in Origins, it's like, Medjai, don't do this. Yeah. Stop it now, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, so w- w- what do you want to see going forward, Garrett? I want them to stop fucking lying uh, about what they want to do because yeah. they, the marketing team wants to have it both ways. Because when they were talking about um, Valhalla, they uh, showed uh, Ivor putting his hood up and they were like, social stealth is back. And they showed him like walking yeah. with a bunch of uh, monk, like monastery monks, right? Um, and it's like, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. That's a fucking lie. There is no social stealth in Valhalla. There's really not much stealth in Valhalla at all because it's not worth your fucking time. And even if you are stealthy, you might not be um you might not even be uh strong enough to fight them because it's it's an RPG, which is probably my my biggest pet peeve in everything. If I stab you with a a, a blade to the neck, you die. That should yeah. always be the case no matter what. And and uh, those games took that away from me. <laughs> oh yeah, because you can you can assassinate, but now you can get like you can assassinate, and it's like oh, I took off most of your health, but not enough, and now you still can tell everyone where the fuck I am. Yeah, they had to change it um, or, or add a thing in. Where oh yeah, they added an instant assassination thing. You had to like press it at a certain time, which at least yeah. is something. Yeah. Oh, really? oh okay. Yeah, it was like a, a small little quick time event if you wanted to like kill the person in one, basically. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, yeah, Lawrence, you. What do you want to see? Um, I j- if, basically, yeah. Do either pick, stay in a lane, pick one, like, and maybe just drop the modern day shit and the the god shit. Just sure. give me a game set in the past that's either about assassins or not. And kind of going back to what Garrett said earlier, if you make a good game, I'll just I'll play it, and I want to play it. I don't. I'm not too like. Mm fussed about whether they make it kind of mainline assassin's creed um obviously it's more of a brand title than a kind of ethos that, that the games stick to now anyway um but yeah make a good game and drop drop all the don't take me out the animus every five minutes and maybe just call it with the the total gameplay length yeah for me um just go back to yours drop the rpg let that be its own separate franchise ubisoft you, you can easily start an RPG franchise if you mm-hmm. want to uh, go back to the assassin stuff, go back to the roots, give me a simple storyline with the assassin order. What that could be, I don't know. Fuck the modern day, I don't need it. Just just give me a simple Assassin's Creed storyline with the stealth, with the parkour, in a, in a city that's both crowded and closely built together. So you can actually make use of the parkour as well. Just Split really... the team. Put one team on a big RPG project where it's like, all right, now we're doing Japan, where we're going to do like Japanese gods, um, yeah. and and whatever, and then do another team that's like we're making a stealth action game that is Assassin's Creed. That's not going to happen because the reason these games are called Assassin's Creed is because Assassin's Creed sells, and that's yeah, that's yeah. all yeah. it ever is going to be. It's Very IP true. at the end of the day, and that's why that's why we're here. Um, but yeah, there we are. That's Assassin's Creed. Thanks for joining us, Garrett. Um, so you're on Twitch at. Uh, ninja, ninja, slash Twitch <laughs> slash Ninja, Twitch slash Ninja. That's good. And you, and yeah, Storytime Boys. Is that what it is? Storytime Pod. Yeah, Storytime Boys. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> what is it? What a fan! Oh, I'm not here to self promote. I don't care. Uh, oh, fair enough. Well, he's about. You can find him. Uh, thanks for joining us, Gary. <laughs> I had fun. It was nice to talk to you again. Nice to yeah, complain. It was, uh, for a little while. it was nice, nice having a little, little chit chat. I'm annoyed that we agreed on a lot of things. Um, is there anything yeah. that, like I would really fuck Lawrence off though? 
Um, let's see. Duh, 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 duh. Don, give uh, me a go. Tell him you hate um, Mr. Sunday movies and no producers. Oh, no. honestly, they're edited like shit. Who are no. you? <laughs> yeah, stop it. Cut this out, boys. I've got to pay rent, <laughs> please. <laughs> I will um, not. Garrett, it was it was a lovely surprise. Um, I, you're I, welcome. I genuinely did not expect it until maybe the last second. Um, but yeah, that's and a that's good a, that's a good surprise. I think a good surprise needs a tiny bit of anticipation. Yeah, exactly. And otherwise, and you might like only... shit yourself and cry. Exactly, and that was only because Nathan said I've got a surprise, and I went, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did. Anyway, uh, I'm going to kick you from the server now, Garrett. So thanks That's all right. Um, I just have one final thing to say. And sure. that thing. Uh... Oh, <laughs> classic. <laughs> classic, Garrett. <laughs> Very good. I hope that noise comes across in, in the recording. Uh, if not, I'll add it in. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, right, well, that was yeah. fun. Nathan, thank you very much for the surprise. Uh, you, If you like these episodes... You're welcome you can... for the third time. Just shut up, Nathan. I'm re-recording something. Uh, if you like these episodes, uh, they go live at 10 a.m. Uh, every Friday morning, so you can give us a listen, get yourself jazzed for the weekend. Uh, you can also follow us. That's where you get the kind of the, the post that reminds you that the uh, the things are up, uh, and we are there on Twitter and and Instagram at another happy pod. Uh, and you can also uh, rate us five stars as well if you like, because I don't know that does something. It pushes us out there. Who knows? Maybe it just inflates mine and Nathan's ego. Um, but yeah, and we won't release another pod until we get at least 27 more reviews. So if you want us to return, you got to post those reviews. Uh, next week, we are doing this. You are a product of all who came before you. The legacy of your family. You are your mother. And whether you like it or not, you are also your father. Wow, what a fun time. Can't wait for that fun time. Um... Maybe we'll have another guest. Who knows? We will. It's going to be Beth. It will be Beth. Yeah, she's our, our Marvel person. Um, and we're going to be talking about a Marvel film. I'll leave it up to you guys to figure out which one that might be. It's Fantastic Four 2015. <laughs> That's the one. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Uh, right, yeah. Um, Nathan, feel free to uh, wrap this bitch. Uh, I think um, today, because of in honour in honor of our guest... I'll simply say, your opinion sucks. Ah, very nice. A dead and buried podcast. <laughs> very good. There's some gems on there. Go listen to it. Cars episode. It's good. Anyway, bye. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.